welcome back to another episode of the Best Minutes Podcast. Each week, Movies by Minute host examine the 1946 William Wyler-directed film, The Best Years of Our Lives. One minute of screen time per episode. I'm Tyson Ferris. I am Jeremy Sternhagen. And we are hosts of The Real Jaws Minute. We sure are. And this is Minute 102. 102 starts with a brat flinging a glider, and it ends with Fred saving Peggy some money. Aw, Fred. Yep. Fred's like a puppy dog. You think so? He, I think, well, I think Dana Andrews is looks like a puppy dog. I think that that's like his acting choice through the whole movie. He just mm. looks like kind of like a, like a Cocker Spaniel, just very loyal. He has a very, uh, he's got a blue collar Cary Grant vibe to me. Yeah. Well, maybe a little like it's more, it's funny because he may have had a huge career in noir movies being a hard edge type guy, but in this, he just comes off as so like kind of dopey sweet. He's, he's uber charming to me. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Very every man. There's a jump cut at the very top of this minute. Uh, when the kid flings the, plane i didn't notice it where is it it's it's almost like there are frames missing and i almost wonder if like oh you see it it up in front of me and i see it i think yeah they cut the danny andrews reaction to make it happen sooner is what it looks like yeah so i don't know if this is an editing choice this is an editing choice that movies of this time would make yep just to cutting to the exact same shot just to speed things along but this is a huge faux pas like nowadays, like you would never get away with this. Um, oh yeah, and now that you're mentioning, I can. And but um, I know but you, I've seen it many times, but I can't think of examples. But you, but I, I do know that sometimes we see these in old films because there's literally frames missing. That's what this is, I think. It's I, not, I, I a, actually think it's the latter. So sometimes there would be cuts like this because they just didn't care, and you'd see it in more lackluster pictures. Let's say. Mm-hmm. B-movies, as it will. Your noirs yeah. and stuff. Because they just like, yeah, just cut to later in the same scene. And Movies like, back then were ephemeral. They didn't, they never thought of like. They never thought anybody would be watching them again, let alone, yeah. you know. In this know, case, what, 80, what? 70 some odd years later? Literally everyone that's in this film is dead. Even the child actors. Um, oh, really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I Googled that. Um uh, the That's last, the last person uh, that was in this movie uh, died this year. <laughs> oh, one of the kids. Yeah. Oh. So um, I don't want to jump topics. But I mean, yeah, I, I don't, I, I don't, I don't want to bum everybody out. But <laughs> <laughs> literally, yeah, everyone yeah. and the dog is dead in this picture. Yeah. Yeah. Remind me to talk about that again. I have a. I. I actually, that was one of my notes. Oh well. <laughs> well, I mean, you can go for it if. Anyway. Um, no, finish your thought. Oh yeah. Yeah. So the jump cut, I, I actually think, um, this is the best, uh, uh, cut of this movie we have. And the reason some of these jumps happen is because literally frames were lost because films burned. And a lot of times, uh, the original films, uh, Mm -hmm. uh, got lost, uh, because of, uh, uh, fires and stuff. Yeah. So, um, this this might just be the best we have. Yeah, that's, you know, when you hear about film restoration and stuff like that, a good chunk of these old movies, if you're watching them on Blu-ray or on Turner Classic Movies in high def and they look great, there's actually 
a sad story behind a lot of them. And that is that you're not watching the negative. You're not watching, you're watching like the only thing that might exist, which could be a print that was made to show at a theater in, you know, Idaho. Yep. And you get that print in all of its, with all of its warts. So yeah, if there's stuff missing or damaged frames, like that's might be all there ever will be of that movie. Yeah. Cause the one, um, the one with all our digital technology, we can clean up films really well, but you know what we can't do is replace go back in time. And we, we can't replace lost frames. We just can't. Yes. It, it <laughs> not just, there. it's just not there. They um, can guess, but, uh, and it, it, feel, it feels, it feels like there's maybe what, I don't know. Before. It feels like there's maybe only like two or three frames missing. Yeah. And you think it's not intentional. You think it's a print damage. I, I don't think it's intentional. I think it's actually print damage from time. Okay. Well, get William Weiler on the phone. I want to ask him. Oh, well, he's long dead too. <laughs> really? Oh man. Yeah. He died in 1981. Well, that was what I was going to talk about is that looking through all of these actors and actresses and people who made the movie, I think I've probably mentioned this on other podcasts where I look at all of this and go like, you watch a black and white movie and you're like, oh man, this is like a million years old. But the older you get, the more you kind of realize how not long ago this was. Mm-hmm. Um uh, 56, 66. This is, this movie was made only like 34 years before we were born. Like that's to me, that's just crazy. And yeah, to look at the, like all these actors and actresses and William Iron go like, Oh, they were alive when I was alive. Like our lives overlapped. In fact, mm-hmm. like much of our lives overlapped, you know? Yeah. Like that just blows my mind. That just makes me realize how, old I am, I guess is what I'm saying. <laughs> anyway, just blew my mind. Yeah. I, I love, uh, I love that sort of stuff. So, uh, once again, in this minute, we get a little bit more symbolism in my opinion, a little bit more mm-hmm. in your face than the literally last. in Dana Andrews face. Uh, yeah, a little bit. A little, yeah. <laughs> uh, this kid shoots down an allied plane mm-hmm. in front of him. Yeah. Which is just I like, down. I shot it down. Yeah. Just like his nightmares. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. The, the, the definitely, this was one of those moments where the symbolism isn't like subtle, like the kid knocking over airplanes behind him, mm-hmm. but literally like shooting down airplanes is, is the, there's nothing subtle about that. No, there's nothing subtle about it. Yeah. And, um, but I, I like how, uh, you know, something I didn't mention uh, last week, or not last week, uh, last uh, yesterday. Uh, last yesterday? That doesn't work. Something I uh, something I didn't uh, mention yesterday is how uh, the war literally uh, uh, to the public, I think with the toys, has no purpose other than, you know, commercialism. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like there's no, there's no honor in it anymore. Do you know what I mean? It's just, it's just a way to sell. The war is now a It's just product. a way, it's a way to sell toys, right? It's a yeah. way to commercialize it. It's just, mm-hmm. we won and now let's make money off of it. Yeah. Thanks for your service, which is <laughs> yeah, kind of sad, you know, yeah. um, which I think this, you... this, this film uh, uh, shows very well. 
Yeah. As a serviceman, he is useless, but we will gladly profit off the product that was built, the the airplanes. Those are more valuable now than Well, and the fact that he marketable. was super valuable as a serviceman, and now he's has almost zero value in the workforce. As a human. Yeah. 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 There's a there's a filmmaker's moment here that uh, uh, I really like. Um, I like how we stay on her and her concern for him while he yes. deals with the customer. I think that's a very mm-hmm. interesting choice. Yeah, that's a choice that I observed happening a lot in this movie. There's a lot of this movie is... Is reactions. Reactions of the people... Like Myrna Loy looking at um, Frederick March and uh, Peggy looking at Fred, and just and you just like they're they're telling the audience like how to feel in all of this. Like yeah, and it's and done. It's done stuff. with it's done with zero dialogue mostly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's that- it's it's people's reactions to the vets and not, and it's almost always when the vets aren't looking right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, they're sleeping, they're drunk, they're their back is turned. They're dealing with a customer. Yeah, and I don't know. I just her her look of uh, yeah her just look of concern and just uh, I don't know if there's a bit of admiration in there. Uh, I don't know, but it's it's really well done. I mean, and and to do that acting wise, I just think is really impressive just uh yeah one another thing just i shows how good this, of an actress she is yeah i guess i'm jumping ahead a minute but yeah i'll save it for the next minute i have an, another observation about kind of the point of view of this scene and many scenes in the movie but i'm yeah. realizing it's mostly in the next minute well uh there's also the boss looking at them in this scene but now he's oh. be- now he- now he's between them. <laughs> yes, right? perfectly framed. Perfectly literally framed between and the minute- them. So f- the first time he's over the shoulder, and then yeah. this time he's right between them, and he actually looks at them at one point, um, which I thought. Yeah, was- when they cut to the two shot, when he comes over to her, yeah. it's literally he's center frame looking right at them. Yeah, and Dana Andrews even I keep jumping between calling him Dana Andrews and Fred. Oh, that's uh, fine. Looks over there. So they're very much keeping the audience aware of like that he's watching. Yeah. I think it keeps a little bit of tension on his employability. Yeah. Well, that was, is that I, a, is that a watching word? This Did whole I make movie, a board? I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> his employability. Em, the em, thing that I noticed watching this. Employableness? I don't know. There's a word. Yeah. Why can't I think of it? <laughs> um. The thing that struck me through all of this is at this point in the movie, I do remember thinking like nobody, there's no way he's keeping the, when this movie's over, there's no way he still has that job. The movie is very much setting up like this is, this is not a good fit for him and sure his, whatever he's looking for to get himself happy and settled, whatever resolution his character is going to have, it's not going to be selling perfume at the drugstore to his uh, overlord boss. Well, I think that comes up in, in later minutes of just his, his character and, and his, uh, lot yeah. in life right now. The whole scene is uncomfortable until Peggy gets there. Basically. Basically. Yeah. I love the vanishing cream joke. Oh yeah. 
Is that right at the end of this minute? That's right at the end of this minute. Yeah. It's yeah, really good. It, it makes him genuinely charming. Yeah. I think we get the punchline in the next minute. Yeah. Uh, well, no, he, he. I think it finishes in this. It's like, yeah. he's it like, here's, here's the thing about the vanishing cream. If you don't put on the vanishing cream, you don't, you don't need the remover to remove the vanishing cream. So you can save money and just don't buy either. <laughs> of them, you know, I'm not saying it correctly, but uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Charm, charm and Peggy. Yep. Yeah, that's the moment he won her over. She is sold. Yeah. Also, I mean, it's interesting because uh, you don't see it a lot, but like she's actively pursuing him. Oh, yeah, yeah. A married man. Well, which is, I mean, for 1946 is. That's scandalous. It's pretty scandalous. Yeah. Maybe we should save this for later minutes, but that is this well, movie other than um, Fred's wife the three main women of interest in these three guys' lives are all like amazing. <laughs> like it's this movie is a bit it kind of panders to the, the soldier perspective in a way in that regard that these three women are just kind of could not be more smitten with these men. But I do love the kind of where the Myrna Loy character goes later in the movie. And mm-hmm. I I'll just leave it at that because it's not our minutes. Uh, but they do kind of deal with that head on. But the mm-hmm. movie kind of takes an idealistic view of like the role of women to returning vets. Like it, it does paint it as a very like, like, yeah, it's not easy, but you know, you have a job to do. So it, it does paint it that way for sure. Yeah. Which, which is, which that's the charm of a lot of these old movies, but I don't, it, it made, I don't know if that's a horrible sentiment though. No, I just, it, it's, but it's very much of the time. Oh yeah, and that it it's what kind of makes but, this movie like a warm blanket. But I I also think it's it's still of the time. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, I mean, not to do too broad of a brush, but largely there are men still going to work, mm-hmm. and they come home to women that need to deal with them. Yeah, you know. So and they need. They and I'm need not saying there aren't there aren't service women that have. Serve for it. Right. There, of course there are. Absolutely. But I'm just saying, largely, this is still very valid. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I felt this film, these guys could have come been coming home from any war. When I didn't think any of the three guys were like, you know, jackasses that the women just had to learn how to tolerate. No, they're all, all good guys. New, they're good guys. They're yeah. good guys. They, like, they all work. have their problems. You know, yeah. one of them's in, quite literally an alcoholic. Yeah. <laughs> you know, one of them has PTSD and then the other one doesn't have his hands. So, um, yeah, I think that's it for minute, minute one Oh two. Yeah. And the next minute we can learn how to save money. Yeah, that's right. Or buy lotion. So tune in tomorrow. Yeah. You listeners out there, you can find us on the best minute podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google play or at our main site, thebestminutes.com. And social media is over at Butch's Place, Hoagie Carmichael, The Best Years of Our Lives Listeners Cafe, and that's on Facebook, and Twitter, The Best Minutes. And we'll see you next time right here on The Best Minutes Podcast. Bye. Bye-bye. Hey, Joe, 
You better hurry up out there, because she's taking off soon. Right, thanks. Come on, Taylor. 